Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Morning. Morning, pal. Uh, we are closer than ever right now. I know, we are, aren't we? We are so... Not closer. ever, but... Uh, yeah. Not ever, no. <laughs> but it <laughs> feels like months. forever because of the yeah. lockdown, yeah. For the last three months, yeah. Um... Because you I are live am, from London, aren't you? I'm live from London, baby. Live from yeah. London. And you're uh, obviously in Twickenham as usual. Yeah, I came down uh, the other day. Uh, when did I come down? When did I come down? Yes, two days ago. No, I don't, I don't know, know anymore. <laughs> uh, Wednesday. So I don't know what day we're on. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I came down and I'm off down to Kent uh, after the show to see the uh, see the outlaws. Yeah, the outlaws. Yeah, I actually like my mother-in-law. <laughs> Like, no, I love no, my mother-in-law. I know, We've said this before, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of, but as a comedian, it feels like we're sort of going against the grain, like, you know. I know, yeah. I knew the mother-in-law was coming around because the mice were throwing themselves on the traps. All that, yeah. It's a shame, like, isn't it? <laughs> like, actually, I knew the mother-in-law was go- coming around because we all felt relieved that we were going to get extra childcare. Yeah, that's like, what it should be. That's, that's, that's a modern, modern day joke. <laughs> modern mother-in-law joke. I knew my mother-in-law was on her way around because uh, I could hear the theme tune to The Chase, so we sat down, had a cup of tea and answered some few questions together. <laughs> <laughs> we should do modern mother-in-law <laughs> jokes. I quite like the idea of that. Uh, I hope you're all right this morning. We're with you through till 11 o'clock this morning, so stick around on Absolute Radio. Matters. The drive down actually it was weird. So we, we on Wednesday, my wife was already down because she was working, and then on uh, I had to drive down myself. I had the two little ones in the back of the car, and we set off at bedtime. You know all. Yeah. I mean, my little boy, two years old, in a like a reclining baby seat, uh, blanket round him. He's milking one hand iPad. Oh no, he slept like an absolute. Oh, did walk, he? To be oh, fair, yeah. Um, but it was just funny, like looking in the rearview mirror and just seeing this kid in basically BA first class. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like he's like reclining seat. He's got the he's got iPad in front of him, hanging off the chair in front. He's got his mm. drinking one hand. I, I, what I'm thinking of doing is putting a little call button, like yeah, above, his, think, above his yeah. head, <laughs> just in case he wants an OT bar or anything. <laughs> yeah. Can I help you, sir? Yeah. Can I get another OT bar? Yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. Everything all right with your flight? Can you, uh, you just can you just slow down a bit? That's well. a little bit, a little bit bumpy back here. <laughs> I had to tell a black cab driver that yesterday through my mask. So obviously, you're getting in cabs, you put your mask on and that. Yeah. And uh, he's going down this road. He's obviously been driving around with no passengers for so long. He's forgot that yeah. the back of the car. <laughs> he's basically been doing a tip run for the last <laughs> last few months. He was going, I go, mate, 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 the speed bumps, the speed, every time you go over it, I, my, my, my ass leaves the chair. <laughs> like, can you slow down for a second? Can't hear you, mate, you got a mask on. <laughs> it is weird wearing the mask, like, all the time. Like, my wife came down on the train and had to wear it for the whole journey. Um, but it's like, you know, I mean, obviously, it makes sense to wear masks. I don't, yeah. I don't know what these people are, like, kicking off about. About uh, seeing these people. It's, it's my freedom of speech, man. Oh, no, you can just, still talk. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, what's it against? Just, just wear your mask, mate. We just don't want you to die or for you to kill anybody else. It's not just people getting angry about contradictory, you know, lockdown laws as well. Just like, you yeah. Know, oh no, I can go on the big one at Alton Towers, yeah, but I can't kiss me grandkids. Oh, all right, mate. 
<laughs> just, you don't have know, to go on the big. You don't have to do that. No. You don't have to go to Thorpe Park. <laughs> Although I am, I am one for uh, the contradictory lockdown laws. Only because I want the theatres to come back. Yeah, and, I well. keep, and I keep having these like conversations on Twitter with people who uh, I, I just call it whataboutery, right? And it's just mm, people who are is, bored and they've got no. They've got no extra sort of sense of uh, you know knowledge when it comes to this. If anything, I outrank them on the knowledge when it comes to theatres and and how the arts work. You know how that that works. And I get people going, well, it's because of the singing. Uh, you know, it projects the uh, the, the droplets. But you, you know, you'll have people though. You'll have people going, oh right, so I can see Jason Manford flying around in a flying car, but I can't kiss my nan <laughs> if it does open. <laughs> Manford. Obviously, the pubs have opened this weekend. Uh, yeah. I mean, why? I, I don't really <laughs> why? know. I mean, is like, it a good idea to open them on a Saturday, the busiest hey, day of the week? I mean, yeah, well, open on a Monday, give everybody a week to prepare. Like, just a it bit just of a run-up. I mean, of all the people, as well, like of all the people that we can trust to social distance, drunk people are they? Mm. Are they the ones? Are they the ones to send first? <laughs> I'm sure it's going to work, though. Do you you can't go to the bar, can you? You have to order at the table or something. So, I mean, how long is that going to take? Yeah, so you've got to do all that. You've got to... I know, I don't really understand how that's all going to work. And surely, I mean, I've obviously not seen any pictures uh, and stories uh, from Saturday night and the first night of it being open, but I can only imagine... I can only imagine that it's absolute mm. carnage on the streets. Well, I mean, it's it's a bit of a crazy thing to do, isn't it? I mean, what would what would the uh, devil's devil's advocate say? Would you reckon? I don't think the de- I mean, would the devil's advocate let's speak to him if he's if he's there. Hello, hello um, uh, devil's advocate here again. Uh, Long time listener, first time physical <laughs> manifestation. <laughs> A devil's advocate. Um, yeah. Why are the you know? I don't think the pubs should be open uh, this soon. You know, after the lockdown, it seems a bit crazy to me. I think uh, people want to see things going <laughs> going back to normal a little bit. So maybe this is yeah. a little bit, a little slice of normality uh, or a slice of lemon in your drink. <laughs> but, normality. But seem- I don't don't do jokes. I'm a devil's advocate. Uh, and um, it's just maybe you know, just uh, people are missing missing. Uh, well, I don't, I, yeah, actually, I haven't what? really got an argument here. <laughs> this is the thing. Missing what? The one thing that we've been able to do and have done to a ridiculous level through lockdown is drink. Like, no one's missing alcohol. Well, is it the dartboard I'm missing? Is that still <laughs> going to be a thing? Is that going to be, is that going to be an operation or will we have to sterilise sure the darts? I'm advocate it's going to be a recurring uh, theme on this show. <laughs> I don't think I've got anything on this, really. <laughs> the problem is, I, I think I agree with you. <laughs> and, uh, the whole point of a devil's advocate is to is to take a contrary a, standpoint. And uh, yes. do you know, honestly, I'm completely lost on this. And so, and so is the devil himself. He, he he said to me, he said, "This is this is madness." He said. But uh... well, you know, I sometimes agree with Piers Morgan on on occasion. So I'm not surprised. That's that his name. <laughs> Uh, there are some other things coming back, aren't there? Like you can get married now. Uh, can you? That's good. Back. Yeah. That's good. Only to a few people, um, uh, which I saw. Well, just one like. person. No, six. Is it six people you're allowed? Or something like that? Eight people or something like that? Oh, like that. I thought you meant to get married to. Oh no, you can only get married normally. to one person. Oh, sorry, oh you're thinking yeah. of the Mormons, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the actual crowd who, who were there. Uh, hey, has it, it worked being a Mormon in this? Yeah. Well, you've got, well, I guess you know, you've, you've got your six wives and stuff. 
Yeah. Do you have to sort of get in a bubble with? Yeah, but that bubble's only just come in though. What was it like before? I suppose you were. They don't all live together. When you watch those documentaries, they've got like three different houses, and she lives over there, and he. Mm. Oh, I mean, you know. know. No Any was, Mormons uh, who have got four text or five in. wives? <laughs> <laughs> text in. Let us know what lockdown's been like for the Mormon community. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I had a weird Alan Partridge moment on um, BBC Breakfast the other morning, Steve. Did you? Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, chat- I'm chatting to Naga. Everyone loves Naga. Right, she's yeah. amazing. And Charlie State, right, this interview. And we're chatting about um, theatres and these driving gigs that I've got coming this weekend. I'm doing some yeah. in Brent Cross. And uh, so I'm on there, plugging and plugging away. And then they sort of say, oh, talk to us about theatres. And, and I obviously give them an impassioned speech about uh, theatres and how they need saving and how they, you know, how people's livelihoods are at risk and that, the, yeah. you know, that the culture secretary has to step up. And then I just have this weird, like, partridge moment here is a clip you know another couple of theaters uh closed in the last 24 hours or letting 60 odd percent of their staff go the royal exchange in manchester and the the nuffield theater in southampton i know plymouth are struggling there's been all this working out how to get bingo halls and theme parks and all these things up and running and theater does you know considering it's a two billion pound industry does feel like it's been shoved to one side and i just wish the culture secretary you know had done as good a job as uh, sort of rishi shunak really when it comes to getting these packages together to help the theaters through because you know at the best of times theaters need help even when there isn't a pandemic you know there's a restoration fee on top of your ticket there's a fund fundraisers to fix various things if you've ever been backstage at even the best theatres they're absolute hovels a lot of them backstage because the money gets spent out front to make sure it's nice for the uh, the viewers the customers so i don't quite understand why you know jason it's a point very well made just one roller coaster yes or no oh, uh, oh yeah absolutely can't wait <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Is that the most mental thing you've ever heard? Where do you get to roller coaster? Because right. it was well, before. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I don't understand. <laughs> Is that the most mental thing you've ever heard? Roller coasters, yes or no? That's like Winston Churchill doing. We'll fight them on the beaches. Do all that, going. What's your favourite beach? <laughs> but even beaches connected. It's like going. Have you have you got yourself an yeah. iron? Like, it's so <laughs> random. It was so random. Basically, before I went on, they had a reporter reporting from, you know, I don't know, Chesington World of Adventures or whatever, some theme park, like five or six minutes before I get on there. And I thought, oh, am I doing a fun chat? Oh, no, I'm doing a serious chat. You know, I did the old, I took my glasses off for a second and put them back on. Like, that's how oh, serious that is I was. serious. Yeah, yeah, it was really serious. And um, <laughs> just like that weird Alan Partridge moment. Roller coasters, yes or no? Jane Charlie just switched off when you were doing all the chatting. He was oh, like, this is 100%, not, not listening. 100%. Got to end this link. How do we end this link? Roller coasters, yes or no? <laughs> Even listening back to it now, I was nodding off a little bit. So I can only imagine on a breakfast show uh, in the middle of the week that you would as well, but. Crikey, Riley, talk about not engaging with you <laughs> with oh, the person you're talking to. That's special. <laughs> that was unbelievable. God bless them. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Uh, you're looking forward to getting your hair cut, Steve? Well, I, I don't know. See, 
it's opening, isn't it? It is going it to is, open, yeah. but there yeah, will yeah, be yeah. a bit of a wait, won't there? A bit of a backlog. Some of them have booked three, four months yeah, in advance already. My, mine's busy enough when it, without a, being closed for three months and reopening yeah. after a pandemic. I don't know. I, well, I, also, I cut my own air, didn't I, about, uh, oh, yes, about four weeks course. ago? Yeah, you did a uh, decent job, actually. And I did all right. I, I mean, mm. to such a degree that I'm going to do it again, I think. Rather than because, go to the now open barbers. Yeah, but they're not going to be. You're not going to get in for about two months, so it's still another. And uh, obviously, I was. I, I, I'm not working at the minute. I'm just sat at home. Yeah, so well, if it all like goes wrong, time, you? just shave it off. If it all goes wrong, just shave it off. Yeah, think. a lot of hairdressers are, are only open in the morning as well, um, because the afternoon they're spending. Uh, they're spending the afternoon outside throwing hair into skips. Yeah, that's so what they have to do. Yeah, they're doing that. Yeah, of, imagine the excess hair. I know. The they're not doing beards, though, are they? Apparently, they're not doing beards. Oh, really? That's, that's what, the big what, thing. Because the they take too the long. Just take oh, too long. I see. Just trying to get oh, people okay. in and out. You can sort your own beard out, can't you? And if you're an hipster, yeah. I mean, what are the hipsters looking like oh, after three months of lockdown? How can you even tell what the hipsters if you were? Are? If you were cast in like a Viking film at the minute, you would be you'd spoil for choice with actors because they've all got mad <laughs> beards, mad hair. Looking, oh, you've already got it. Brilliant. Let's go. Let's film it. Where are we going to film it? Can't film anywhere. Don't matter. Uh, I'm I I'm sort of looking forward to the hairdressers. I'm not looking forward to them sort of being dressed like a welder. Um, no, but, the chat's you know, going to be awkward, isn't it? Been, yeah. been on your holiday at all? Nope. Going on your holiday? Nope. <laughs> yeah. What have you been up to? Just sat in my house crying. Okay, lovely. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a weird one. I'm, I mean, I, I, it's been nice to see what a lot of my female friends really look like, though. Mm, yeah. During this lockdown, you know, no. No eyelashes, no uh, the hair is is the is you mean normal, false eyelashes, don't you? False eyelashes, yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. <laughs> Their eyelashes haven't; they've just pulled them well, out. The, stre- the so stress bored. has got to them. The stress <laughs> has got to them. <laughs> um, but and blokes, like I mean, I don't know about you. I have put on, I reckon I've put on ten pound easy. What's that? What is that in stone? Oh, like uh, half a stone. Well, like, I put on half a stone. Yeah. Okay. So it's like three quarters of a stone, I guess. Um, but it's uh, yeah easily and like to a point where I'm down to four t-shirts because I'm just on a cycle because my other clothes don't fit me but I don't want to buy new clothes because I'm not going to stay this fat but then I don't want to throw out any of my clothes that I'm going to fit into because you need to keep your aspirational clothes Exactly, and I've got the lockdown beard, which I don't yeah. want to shave off because I don't know oh. what's see what's happened to my chin underneath there Hides with the with the extra chins, with the, the extra the extra weight. I don't know what's I won't be able to find the bit that no. I've got to shave. So I know you'll shave it off and go. Oh, I thought that was mostly beard, but no, no, it's really really short. <laughs> it's four fifths chin. Who knew that? <laughs> Who knew that? We'll get there. We'll get back to full fitness, Steve, as we were like we were before. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adonis, we? we were ready for the Ironman competition. And it yeah, I was, I was in training. I was. I mean, I hadn't started properly, no. but I, I mean, watched I was, the first two. Yeah, I did as well. So, <laughs> and then I got. I started watching the Flores Lava on Netflix, and I got distracted. Oh, we watched that the other day. It's good, it's isn't good, it? Good, isn't it? <laughs> Great. Have a watch of Flores Lava on Netflix. That my son was watching it. I was like, "What's this?" And then we watched three episodes back to back. Straight in. Isn't that the first one? She just sacrifices one of her daughters, just throws her in the thing to, to, to open the door. You jump in, because she's a bit rubbish, she's falling off. She goes, I'll tell you what, you're not helping. Why don't you just fall in, but knock that on your way in? Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, it was good. I don't think I could do it. It looks really painful. Yes, it, oh, everything's rock hard, isn't it? It's not I like don't know how they've got the insurance for it at all. 
Well, I know, the lava as well. I mean, where did you get the lava from? <laughs> yeah, they have not put that through, have they? <laughs> no, at all. Just sign this <laughs> non-disclosure. Like lava. Yeah, I thought so, but, you know. Well, no. Different times, isn't it? This is the you new can't normal. Fake things now. You can't fake things on telly now. You've got, it's all got to be real. Yeah, you know, and also, like, remember, it just, it's saying the title, isn't it? The floor is lava. It says yeah, exactly. the floor is lava. You can't come back and go, oh, I didn't know the floor was going to be lava. What's yeah, the show exactly. called? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can't enter the bake-off and then go, what, there's baking? I've got to like, bake you know stuff. What I mean? like, oh, yeah. no, I, only, I don't do that. I only do but pies and stuff. One of you is yeah. going to die. That's the game. <laughs> <laughs> Music matters. I know you've missed it, so here it is back. Uh, it's hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. Hashtag bin chat. 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 It is hashtag bin chat. Yes. Uh, it's um, some. It's the highlight of the show. <laughs> it's a highlight of my week. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, how's it going in uh, Twickenham? How's the bins? Uh, a bit topsy-turvy at the minute. Thursday's our bin day, and, uh, yeah, the recycling people seem to come on a Thursday, but the bin people have been pushed to Friday. I don't know what day it is. It's, it's hard to keep up. Here. I don't it's know. It's isn't it? Uh, yeah. Up in Edinburgh, bin uh, complaints, overflowing bin complaints, have soared by 77% this uh, oh, this spring. Um, who else? Uh, uh, Myra on the on the on the Facebook says, "I'm a bit distressed, Jace. We nearly missed them this morning. I told my husband our bin day was changing to Wednesday in July, and he forgot the July bit and didn't put ours out this morning. Oh, Had to run up the road after the truck. It was emotional. Yeah, that will I've be done that a few times, chasing them, yeah. chasing them. Um, a couple of other things going on in the uh, absolutely ridiculous in Burton." Uh, Derby, uh, the Derby Telegraph reports how a Henry Hoover has been fished uh, out of uh, overflowing bins at a beauty spot. Uh, people have been dumping stuff. There's like a photo of just a... Because obviously, because of the face of Henry Hoover, he looks like he's hiding in the shrubbery. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. just like dumped him in a, in a just beauty spot. Just fly tipped to Henry and he's there. Yeah. Hey guys. Other big news uh, in the uh, in the metro. It's reported uh, a man has been sacked for urinating in a bin at a cake factory. Wow, that's yeah. specific, isn't it? Yeah, really specific. Yeah, uh, a baker. It says <laughs> a baker has been sacked after he was caught urinating in a bin inside a factory supplying cakes to the UK's leading supermarkets. Uh, manufacturer BBF says the incident happened in an isolated area. Okay, he's not mm. he's not doing it everywhere. It's just one place. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, away from where the products are made, uh, although that did not stop bosses swiftly removing the culprit from his job. The firm had to cordon off the fa- the factory in Hull and undertake a deep clean after the staff member was caught out. The company which brands itself as one of the UK's leading ambient cake and chilled dessert manufacturers. It's oh, an ambient yeah, cake. That. Just like a sort of relaxed dream. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to the baker's and ordered... Welcome I to the ambient cake? cake lounge. Do, do, yeah, it's I, nice. I have pal, can I get a cake? Yeah, what sort of cake you after, mate? I'm looking after like a like an ambient cake. You want to go coup d'état, yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's what. <laughs> Is uh, that an apple pie or a meringue? Feast your eyes on this. <laughs> so yeah, that's what an ambient cake is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. So that's that, that's a bit of weird bin news. What what a weird thing to do. Um, I don't know why. Doesn't doesn't explain why why he did it. Just must a have week. toilets in the bakery, mustn't they? You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd think so. Um, and maybe uh, he was doing a plaited loaf or something. And when you, once you're in the middle of it, you can't really stop. 
What do you think he was? No, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> he was doing it while he was doing his loaf. Well, it's, <laughs> when you've got all those strands, though, you've got to get them together before the dough starts proving. And then, you know, so maybe yeah. it's just sort of like, look, mate, I can't eat. I've got to finish this plated <laughs> loaf. <laughs> it's a nine strander. And there's been some celebrity bin news as well. Celebrity bin week. chat. Celebrity bin chat. Jack P. Shepherd, Coronation Street star, has been viciously attacked by a giant rat which clung to his neck and then shifted down his body after it jumped out of a bin. What? You heard. <laughs> this is worse this than is your dream. This is Jack P. Shepard has detailed a terrifying and traumatic ordeal that took place while he was innocently taking these bins out. The Corrie Star 32 was viciously attacked by a giant rat which clung to his neck and then slithered down his body. Oh, the David God. Platt actor recalled the horrific incident which recently happened uh, during an appearance in a podcast on Sofa Cinema Club. Uh, last Sunday night, the soap star decided to tick off some chores before heading to bed. Jack walked out of his Manchester home, which he shares with girlfriend friend Hanny Trewick. I don't know why they've included that information, but it's important. Uh, uh, to take the bins out, which was the bins in that house. Uh, but after lifting the lid of the wheelie bin, the star completely froze when a huge rodent landed on his body. What, just jumped out the bin and uh, at him? Where was Jack it? says, a, a rat attacked me. I was putting the bins out Sunday night. I've told you about the infestation in the area. This is on the podcast. He's not told us that. Uh, no, it was night time. He's not even brought that up at all. Um, he said, I had my big slippers on. I was pulling the wheelie bins. And as I'm dragging them up the street, there must have been a rat inside it. So the movement of me pulling the wheelie bin has disturbed him. He's gone to leap out of the bin and he's jumped up on my bleep neck, behind my neck, on the back of his neck. He sort of slithered down my body and rolled onto the floor. A great fat bleep rat, massive, slimy. He'd been in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jack P. I mean, has gone Gail Platt has no luck, does she? Husbands, about three of them have been murdered. Five, like, like five of them, is it? Oh, awful. Poor woman. Terrified. Poor, poor Gail. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Did you sleep well last night, Steve? I did sleep all right. I had a weird dream. Oh, did you? It was a bit of a. It was a bit of a. It wasn't. It was just sort of. A it wasn't. No, it was. No, it was just weird. I got stressed. I thought I had because I had nothing to do. I thought yeah. I had something to do. Basically, a bloke rang me and he said he was from the commercial arm of Lidl, <laughs> the shop, <laughs> <laughs> and he said we listen to the Assembly Bangers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, wow. uh, Here we go. But, yeah, we're after somebody. This is, it was work to do, and I was like, oh, God, I haven't really prepared. I'm not really... But he said, so basically, we're, we're sorting out the October campaign now, and yeah. uh, we're going to do a full thing for Halloween, so we're going to do little, little Shop of Horrors, and we want you to do the jingle for it. And I had to go, well, what do you want? And they were like, just sing the song. And I was like, well, I'm not really a singer. So that can, was... I just, can I just interrupt yeah. quickly? <laughs> <laughs> Even in your sleep... You have managed to come up with a brilliant marketing uh, campaign called Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, just for the Halloween like in week. In your sleep, there's <laughs> no, people this was, awake not coming up with puns like that. This was the guy. This was the yeah. Maybe I've been doing. I've been writing a lot, so I've been doing a lot of puns. So maybe <laughs> my brain was just doing puns while I was asleep. Going, my brain was going. Imagine if uh, the bloke of uh, the commercial arm of Little rang you for Little Shop of Horrors, and I was in my shed just panicking, going right. How do I get the? How do I do? I don't know the music to Little Shop of. What do I do? And it was yeah. Little so it was like shop, a, little shop of horrors. Little, 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 little shop of horrors. I know. I'm saying that. Little oh, I 
Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. That's why it goes so well, because it sounds like the same little anyway. That's bloody good, that. I'd, I'd, I'd actually watch that. Little Shop of Horrors, but set in... I mean, to be honest, mm. with the theatres being closed... That's uh, all we got at the moment. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I've got theatre in, in my dreams. Maybe in the middle of... Well, it's random stuff, of, isn't it? So the middle of Lidl, how random is that? There's a musical happening. Yeah, that's good. Also, that's, that is a headline if somebody ever got, like, killed in a Lidl. What, what, what's that? What was Lidl the headline? Shop of Horrors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, someone was murdered in a Lidl. Yeah, it must you know, have like happened. In, on that, well, that middle row, was, all your weapons are there. Like, if there was a zombie apocalypse, someone said, where would you head? i go, middle row of Lidl. Middle, yeah, right. I've got, got the hacksaw. I've got, got, got a chainsaw. <laughs> I've got a cider press. I've got everything I need. I've got everything I need to, to withstand this onslaught. I would, I would, do you know what? I, I don't think it's a terrible idea uh, to uh, to start doing theatre in the middle of the middle. Well, you know, at the end of the day, like they're, they're open and theatres aren't. So hmm. maybe, there's some, yeah. maybe there's something in it watching okay. there. Maybe, maybe that's something we could think of, think about. Yeah. Supermarket musicals. Well, it's, it seems like they're full, doesn't it? But then about a year ago, they all found a little corner for the sushi people, didn't they? You yeah, know, they've all got. Exactly, yeah. So there's a there's, there might be, there's be a little corner they can go. Right, we're getting rid of the toilets. Uh, that can be changing rooms. I mean, that's yeah. pretty glamorous for musical theatre. <laughs> and uh, and then you just you could do crack grease on, on the grease aisle. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> near the meat counter. Where they sell, yeah, where they sell all the meat. Yeah, grease. This car is automatic. Imagine just in the middle of shopping, someone goes hydromatic. You're like, who's this yeah. guy? Yeah, mm, that's coconut this. oil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking this musicals in real life. You know, I think there's something there in it. Go. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters. You know, I'm not one for discussing dreams generally. You know, because mm. I always think it's pointless. You know, you get people in your family like, God, I had a mad dream last night. And you think, I'm not even bothered what happens in your real life. You know what I mean? Let <laughs> yeah. alone stuff you've made up in your sleep. You know what yeah. I mean? Your subconscious has <laughs> you thrown out. <laughs> yeah. I remember my, uh, when I was younger, I remember sometimes my mum would be in a mood with my dad for something he'd done in her dream. Oh, that's harsh, isn't it? Yeah. Like, she, he'd wake up. I know. <laughs> he'd wake up and he, he was already in trouble. He was like, what? Morning. What's going morning. On yeah, morning, is it? <laughs> You know exactly what you've done, leaving me with all the shopping while you went off on your unicorn. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, so I, but I'm saying that I am going to tell you my dream now, and I've deliberately not told you this, even though I had this dream a few days ago. Okay. You were the first person I nearly rang. I thought, no, what? Do you know? What? I'm going to save it for save the video <laughs> because it's one of those dreams. I don't know if you ever had a dream that after you after you sort of wake up and think about it for a bit, you think. That would be a brilliant film. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and then I sort of realised it kind of already was. Okay, so this is what happened. Um, it, it's uh, it's during lockdown. I'm up late one night and I'm flicking through news websites and various stuff, yeah. and I'm reading stuff about American politics. And I'm reading about Joe Biden. I'm reading about Bernie Sanders. I'm reading about Donald Trump, etc., etc. Mm. And and I think it was down. It was obviously the, the link somewhere was when I was applying for sort of like uh, volunteering jobs early on because it was like hundreds of them. I was volunteering, um, and I noticed there was a website that said, "If you think you could do better as a president, why don't you apply?" Oh right. wow! I like so, where this is going. <laughs> yeah. So I filled Just out. Just to a set form. an email. Set an email <laughs> yeah. off. Filled out a form. Like I did the PDF of my CV. 
about mm. I've not even got a CV, but I added it. Yeah. Wrote a, wrote an impassioned thing about how I would help and save things and you know and all that, and uh, and sent it off right. And I and and apparently in in my dream in in this world, loads of people do this. Like they all do this sort of thing. But what happened was with my one because I've got you know a, a decent you know a million people on Facebook and various other people. Uh, for some reason, something I said or did it went a bit viral. Yeah. And Influencer. people, yeah, people genuinely voted for me in this the American guy, elections. This guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> but this is the mad thing. I didn't win. I got 2% of the votes, right? But then mm, what happened so was Biden and Trump got exactly 49% each of the votes. Right, so what happens in that situation? So exactly. So no one's won. And they. I woke up in the morning and there was like helicopters outside. <laughs> Police, news are all outside. And I've looked out the window and there were people taking pictures. Jason, Jason, we had a comment. Could we have a comment? I'm like, what the hell's going on here? You've got 2% of the votes in the American election. You, you get the deciding vote. Do you? <laughs> I don't know how politics works in America. Well, or yeah, is. Sounds about this, right. Yeah, this is what happened in the dream. So suddenly, all these people, like, I was getting phone calls. Uh, Jason, it's Donald Trump. Uh, I need to. Like, I was getting phone calls off Biden, off Trump. Uh, I just need you to lend my, your support. In the end, this guy came over from the American embassy. It was Samuel L. Jackson, but mm -hmm. he, he, he was... <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> he didn't have to be, but it was yeah. Samuel L. Jackson in his sort of Nick Fury role. And he said, look, Jace, um, you have got the deciding vote here because you've got 2%. A bit like when the Tories went with the DUP or whatever, you know, to sort of yeah. get the majority. Uh, it's exactly the same. Uh, they... <laughs> <laughs> he said, you've got the deciding vote, Jace. This is Samuel L. Jackson. This is Samuel L. Jackson. He added a few... <laughs> Course yeah, words. cuss words, yeah, 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 yeah swearing yeah. away there, yeah. <laughs> a bit of swearing in there. Right, stop I, swearing, I, mate. I'm right, listening to you. Don't <laughs> <laughs> speak, the kids are in the car, Sam. But a chicken royale. And um, we, uh, as we're chatting, he says, I've got an idea. And I said, go for it. He said, why don't you lend your support to one of the parties, but mm. say you'll only lend your support to that party if you're the leader. Oh, wow. This is, <laughs> this is too much. Yeah. So that's what I did. I lent my support to the Democrats, mm. I think, and <laughs> and became the leader of the free world. Wow. How's it's it going? Like, you know, it's fine. It's kind of fine. It's kind of fine. Um, but it's it was a weird... I woke up sort of and I chuckled to myself and I thought, crap. I thought, wow, that's a brilliant film. And then I thought, oh, that's King Ralph. Oh, it's King Ralph, yeah. <laughs> it's actually King yeah, it's Ralph. King Ralph, it? yeah. But we should write that film. Yeah, what was that one with Kiefer Sutherland? Designated Survivor, that one. Designated when... Survivor, yeah, that was yeah. Good. that was a bit darker than my dream. Mine was a bit light-hearted. Yeah, that but was... it would have been improved with Samuel L. Jackson. We've already cast it. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Samuel Jackson's in it. Yeah, exactly. Samuel. Samuel. Samuel, ja Samuel Jackson. <laughs> anyway, that's what that's what I dreamt of last night. Jason Manford. Now, Steve, I I had a moment last night. This is. Uh, this is a weird thing that happened last night. So I do we do a comedy night online on a Thursday. It's mm. a lot of fun. 2,000 people watch online. It's uh, the weekly stand-up, in case you're interested. It's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. And I put a lot of work into it. And I recorded it uh, on at my agent's office because I'm down in London and the internet at our little flat here in King's Cross is not very good. So I thought, right, we'll do it at her office because at least I know that's all done. So it's all fine. It wrapped about 10 o'clock and my wife's headed down to Kent to see, uh, to see the outlaws. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, and I'm here in, in, the, in the flat alone. 
absolutely alone. And uh, I, I get the cab back from the office, I get to the flat, and the fob to get in ain't mm. working. Oh. It's not working. Now, no. fortunately, they are, there's a concierge, like a 24-hour concierge who looks after the flats. But obviously, during this pandemic, he ain't there. Yeah. There's nobody there. So I'm like, I'm going to get in here. So I'm sort of ringing. I'm ringing all these different people. I'm... Um, I'm ringing one of the people in the in the building who are, who I know to see if they can just let us in. But it's like you know, it's getting to like half ten now, sort of quarter to eleven. It's getting late. It's absolutely caking it down. I am absolutely sodden, and I'm stood outside this flat, locked out this flat. I've got my key to get in the door, but not the but fob to get, get in the, the first door. into yeah. the building. So, what would you do in that situation? Um, I mean, what can, you can't can you climb? Is it how I how far you can't climb. up? No, okay. You can't, can't climb. climb. Right, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> wow, that's your first idea. You've gone Spider-Man. Yeah, I've gone Spider-Man. Right. Well, I mean, I... when I lived in a flat in Salford, I was on the 13th floor, so I wouldn't have climbed. No, no, but, no. But, um, no, no, no. but what, what else could you do to get into the main door of the building? No, because you can't ring a locksmith, because that's not a, that's no. a, this, this is a magnetic thing, isn't it? You just need a thing. But who else has got access to get you into the, the front door of the building? Well, no one other than other than your wife. Well, no, the people who also live in this building. Oh yeah, so what? They what, can you all think let you're you throwing in. stones at the window. No, no, they're just pressing button. You just pressing button. There's a buzzer. So I thought, well, I'm going to just have to go through it. It's, I mean, I've been here 45 minutes. I'm soaking wet. I've mm. tried the concierge guy. It's nothing. This is better do, than so climbing already. This is better than much climbing. Much better than climbing, right? So. <laughs> So, I mean, you were getting like a book a helicopter, like before just ringing one of your neighbours. Yeah, I didn't think of pressing that. You didn't mention the keypad. It was like oh, an old sorry. fashioned adventure. If you just said there is a keypad in front of you, I'd have gone, oh, right, press um, 1066. Sewers through, can you get through the sewers? Um, <laughs> so, um, is there an old broken mattress nearby? Maybe I could bungee <laughs> off the mattress, get onto a balcony. <laughs> So I had this situation where I thought, right, I'm going to have to just try it. It's quarter to 11. It is late, but it's not two o'clock in the morning late. And also I am stuck. So I, I've thought I'll just start with the ones nearest to my... Uh, to, so to is my it flat stuff. number? So you just type in the, exactly, the nearest yeah. flat so number. Just type, yeah. So I just pressed the one. I pressed the first one. I thought, right, I've got my fob ready so I can look in the camera and go, look, fob's not working. I can't get in the building. Hmm. Tried about four or five of them. Nothing. Like no answers. Just rang out. I was like, oh, God. And then, anyway, press one of them. Couldn't hear it. And then, fortunately, I saw, because uh, I'd been ringing the, the, the company to try and, so somebody came down, actually, to try and uh, help us out and get us in. And that was that's how I eventually got in the building. But in the meantime, as I'm walking back up the steps to get in there, um, a woman comes out of her thing. She goes, did you just ring the doorbell to our flat? I said, mm -hmm. yeah. I did, actually, yeah. I'm really sorry. I was stuck outside. There's three people in here sleeping. They're all working nights. Mm -hmm. uh, they're all on shift work. They've all been sleeping. And you've just woken them up. Ooh, I was dear. like... I said... And so I just went full charm offensive. I said, I'm yeah, really yeah. sorry. I said, I didn't mean to wake you up. I said, I was stuck outside. With no, and I couldn't get in. It was an emergency. You were, it was very unfortunate. She kept going, Steve. Oh, after the now. apology. Yeah, and what's said hard, sorry. What else? What more can you do? Well, it's hard when somebody goes on after the apology because mm. then you start taking the apology away. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Because <laughs> yeah. you've apologised, you've you've held your hands up, you said you were wrong, but because they've carried on, mm. you then go, I went, well, it was an emergency and I'm a neighbour and I was in need and I needed mm -hmm. your help yeah. to get me in the building because I was getting soaky outside. I need to get to bed myself. 
well, you just woke three peoples up. I said, I wish I could have been woken up. I couldn't even get into my bed. Oh, dear. You've turned I know, it didn't you? end well. It didn't end well. <laughs> anyway, slammed the door in my face and I went to bed. But yeah, it rang, was... Just rang, wait till I go to sleep and then rang it again. <laughs> I'm thinking of doing it on the way out because I'm not back here for about two months. <laughs> Have you managed to catch the uh, the weekly stand-up show, Steve, that we stream every week on a Thursday night? I watched, night I watched the first one. I watched the first yeah. one, yeah, on, on the it's YouTube. Right, it? Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. We had a good one uh, the other night with... Uh, we had Milton Jones, who was absolutely hilarious. Uh, we had uh, Harry Hill, who was very funny. And uh, we... Who else did we have? We had Jonathan Mayer, who's just so funny. And then we had two women from uh, America as well, Deborah Di Giovanni and uh, Jenna Friedman from The Daily Show. And uh, all for a fiver, Steve. All for a fiver. Can't complain. It's not bad, is it? Not bad at all. And... uh, But Deborah Di Giovanni... I mean, really funny. Like, proper good stand-up. But so filthy. Like, so rude. And it was like... And I put her on, like, second... Like oh. I'd sort of seen stuff online and was like, oh yeah, this is fine. I can, you know, I'd seen her. She did Conan. She did, you know, she's done Jimmy Kimmel and whatever. I thought, oh fine, she, I, I've seen her stuff. But obviously, that's the stuff she's doing for the mainstream audience for telly. This yeah. is not necessarily her live stuff. No. And it, what's funny is because obviously, so we broadcast it on Zoom. And we have about 100 people or so watching on Zoom, front row, so I can see people's videos. And then we broadcast that onto a website called Citizen Tickets, which is how you get all that. And uh, and obviously, so I can see people's faces. Yeah. <laughs> so she's doing this stuff about, there's some stuff about porn, there's some stuff about, like, really, some of it was proper filth. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I'm literally looking at people's faces and I'm having to like stop people's cameras and like start up with all the other ones because these people like open mouth like, oh my God. <laughs> move that one, move that one. And I just, it just, she finished, it just cut back to me with my head in my hands like, oh my God, I was not expecting that. So, but very funny, very funny. But that sort I'll of, those sort of jokes where you, um, you laugh first and then are shocked afterwards. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We go, hey, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, it actually, it weirdly works, you know, the, the online gig. I mean, it's not, don't get me wrong, it's not long term and it's not better than coming to the theatre. We'll, we'll get there as soon as we can. But for a short fix, you know, it's cheap as chips. I mean, you don't, not only is it only a fiver uh, to watch the stream, but you don't have to, there's no babysitter. You don't, have, you don't even have to get dressed if you don't want no. to. There's no tax is nothing um i quite I, i've got to say i'm quite enjoying it i'm quite enjoying it. the ice cream i have to pay for ice cream i have to queue for the toilets it's lovely you I know mean, a little cup of tea can't you, you, can, you can have, no one's ever had a cup of tea at a stand-up gig have they no a cup of tea nice little sit there with a cup brew. of tea and a bicky oh, oh this is nice yeah. yeah it's an absolute treat so i've sort of i've sort of been enjoying it really i've been enjoying that uh the the the, 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 the whole gig really as, as far as you know as much as we can um and like I said, we've got some great people coming up. We've got John Bishop booked in. Sarah Pascoe uh, is coming up uh, very shortly. Uh, we have got uh, Russell Howard's coming on. Uh, loads of people. Reese Darby from the Jumanji films is coming over to do some uh, some stand-up. So what's great about it is the, all these names are doing it for free. They're just doing it to, to help out the circuit. So the money that we raise from it, uh, a lot of it is going towards people who are out of work at the moment. So people who are doing gigs, uh, who usually will be doing gigs, who are not working yeah. at the moment. So not only do you have a laugh, but you've also done something nice, so your heart's all warm as well. It's a perfect so night. There you go. Get on weeklystandup.com. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio.
Bedford. Where real music matters. Uh, which is your decade station of choice, Steve, on the Absolute Radio Network? Um, I like the 60s. I think I'd go 60s. Absolute 60s, go yeah. yeah. I sort of flick between 60s and 80s. 80s? Yeah. You, you were sort of born in the 80s, weren't you? I was born 81, yeah, but I sort of, I think because I grew up, you know, my parents obviously were, 60s kids, I guess mm. you know, so 60s teenagers. So uh, that was the music that was playing in our house. And I think you thought you've got a choice, haven't you, when you're growing up? You can either get on board yeah. and enjoy um, what your parents enjoy, or you can hate it. Yeah. And I sort of quite enjoyed it, really. They're quite, they're quite, they like quite good music. But um, uh, it's also hard to like. My dad was a punk, you know, so in the 70s, so it's, it's very yeah. hard to um, rebel against. A your punk, parents, yeah. yeah. When your dad was literally a football hooligan and a and a punk, you know yeah, what I mean. You're like, yeah, it's okay, tricky, well, isn't it? it's tough, isn't it? You're like <laughs> just playing Neil Diamond and Lionel Richie in my room. This well, that's that's your act of rebellion there, right there, isn't <laughs> just it? Just show him coming downstairs. You are not going out dressed like that. But I like chinos. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> These are Farrah's. <laughs> uh, well, Absolute Radio Nineties, our little brother station, is turning ten years old. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. If, does that make it... Does that mean it has to be in the noughties now? Noughties <laughs> yes. now, isn't it? Yeah. don't know how it works. Uh, they're turning 10 years old. We all know that you celebrate birthday with a cake, presents and a poll to find the greatest song of the decade. So we need your votes. Get involved at absoluteradio.co.uk and you could win uh, a Roberts Revival digital radio. Danielle Perry has chosen Massive Attack, Unfinished Symphony. Jay Lawrence has chosen TLC, No Scrubs. Oh, these are all um, 90s anthems, are they good? They're good ones. The world's least surprising move, Leona Graham has chosen ACDC's Thunderstruck. Mm. Um, so there's a good selection there, good selection. What would you go for as the, as the 90s? What did I listen yeah. to in the 90s? I used to like, like miserable music. I used to like Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds quite a lot in those days. Right. I'd just sit at home. I'd go for something really cheery, like the Weeping song. Well, I don't even know what that is. It's a really oh, happy a... little number. Yeah, it this sounds is it. a weeping song. It's, really... <laughs> it's sort of about sort of shipwrecks and uh, yeah. people dying. Well, it could be any. I mean, <laughs> keep it like son. <laughs> it could be anything. You know, what have you got? Losing in a theatrical mind, way. In a theatrical way. You know, it's like a it's like a Bertolt Brecht sort of thing. It's yeah. A, you know, it's well, it was an eclectic decade really wasn't it you've got you can go from uh, you know smells like teen spirit to mm. mbop by hansen mbop yeah, yeah exactly you go you know the uh, nothing compares to you Sinead O'Connor to unbreak my heart Tony Braxton so oh, beautiful hit me baby one more time Britney Spears That's there, yeah yeah I will always love you Whitney Houston it could be anything a bit lot, of sweet symphony. That? I think I, that's got to be up there for me I love a bit of bit of sweet symphony um or MC Hammer can't touch mm. this. That was can't, you can't though. You, you can't touch this. You literally can't. No, uh, Barbie Girl, Aqua. That maybe that was, that was quite a good one, wasn't it? Mambo Number Five. Yeah. Uh, mm. The thong song. What yeah. about Snow? Oh, loads. What about Snow and Informer? Oh, <laughs> well, when one? I used to yeah, when I used to work at uh, the Ritz <laughs> in, in Manchester. I used to do the Ritz in Manchester, like sit, I used oh, yeah, to stand yeah, next yeah. to the DJ. I was basically the buffer when people were going, you got any Manic Street Preachers? I'd go, oh, I don't know, mate, I'll ask him. And uh, <laughs> DJ Nigel was called, and that used to always be on in farm up. That was always on. <laughs> was Everyone sort of knew, like, a little bit, you go, 
Nothing for but you don't say that. No, know, I don't know anything after that. I don't know anything after that. I licky boom boom bow. Licky boom boom down. I knew that bit, but then the bit in the middle was nothing. Then nothing, yeah. Uh, so loads of songs to choose from. Uh, we're looking for your best song, the greatest song of the nineties. Log on to AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Informa. <laughs> Music matters. Steve, I think one of the things that's, uh, that came out of us covering breakfast that mm. people have really uh, taken to has been our, now that's what I call, Assembly Bangers album. Oh, Assembly Bangers, yeah. It's a great way to start the day, though, isn't it? A lovely yeah. song, lovely Just, little sing song. Yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually genuinely thinking about uh, making a full list. Because yeah. a lot of them are out of copyright anyway, so you don't even have to pay for them. That's cool. Show me the money. Um, we got a little email from Jay who said, uh, Hi, Jace, I just wanted to get in touch with our submission for your Assembly Bangers album. And this is what I'm talking about, Steve. Yeah, this when is you, it. When you like, the, you just like the excitement of the nation. That's what we've mm. done with this. So if you want to send us your Assembly Bangers in, you go for it. Whatever your favourite song was from back in the day, from school, that song you sang at the top of your lungs in Assembly. Uh, this is called Tiny Ant Rave. Have you heard of this one, this. Steve? No, no. Rave. A tiny ant rave. That doesn't oh. seem to be the appropriate content for it. Maybe a it's just called Tiny Ant, and they've made it a rave because because they've they've sort of made it banger. I've I've literally never heard of Tiny Ant Rave. Is that a real? I mean, it's not even coming up in Google. So yeah, I've Google got a whack. feeling. Uh, yeah, I've got a feeling he might have made the title up. But anyway, it's by us, uh, the uh, Benstead family. Maybe they wrote it. Maybe they wrote it. Yeah. Um, the song features our seven-year-old daughter and was recorded this morning while our one-year-old napped. It goes off on one a little at the end. That's what we <laughs> want. You, well, we, well, we like that. We like a touch of, uh, you know, I had a, I had a bit of uh, Jungle is Massive to my one. You added you a bit did. of like, trance, yeah. didn't you, to yours? Yeah, whatever mine was, yeah. yeah. Happy hardcore, <laughs> I think. Uh, they say, hope you and Steve enjoy it. We had a laugh making it. Well, let's have a listen to the Benstead family uh, with Tiny Ant Ray for now. That's what I call Assembly Bangers. Careful when it's up to you. Drop. Here comes the drop. <laughs> yes. I've transported. I've been transported. Wow. Back, back. This might be my favourite song from the nineties. <laughs> boo, boo, tiny ant rave. Yes. I love it. Yes to the Benstead family. That was blooming good work. That I like that. I mean, I've not a clue what was going on. No, but it took me to places and then back again. I haven't left my house for three months, so it was nice. If you want to send me and Steve your assembly bangers, email me them right now. Do it this week. Email me at jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Did you see this in the paper this week? Have you been watching the football, Steve? Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, back in. Uh, 
a lot of the grounds have started putting like um, cutouts of people's faces, often their fans. Mm. So they said yeah. to the fans, "Send us in your your, uh, your face. We'll uh, blow it up and, uh, and and put it up on one of the seats in yeah. the stadium, so it fleshes it out." But you know. Why are people so trusting of the people general public can't be in this trusted. country? People you can't, can't trust them. No. This is the country that tried to name a boat, Boaty McBoatface. I think we succeeded. We succeeded. <laughs> we can't. We can't be trusted. No. Don't trust us. So of course, all the people are sending in pictures of themselves. Somebody sent in a picture of the Tiger King. Fine, mm, you know, it's a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Somebody sent in a picture of Osama bin Laden. He supports Arsenal, doesn't he? <laughs> He's a big Leeds fan. Is he? Um, well, apparently so. Although the Bin Laden family have come out and said, look, we, we'll put all our hands up to a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but come on. But no. we're going we're gonna to draw the line on this one. Leeds <laughs> United were the greatest football club in the world. Documentary. <laughs> yeah, that that documentary with Russell Crowe narrating. Russell Crowe doing it. Bring it home. Leeds <laughs> United, the most feared club in the entire world. Leeds... <laughs> Really? Leeds? Really, Russell? I know you don't know much about football, but... No, no. World over, the word Leeds just instills fear into every football. No, it doesn't. It's Leeds, mate. Done all right. No better yeah. or worse than anybody else. Well, maybe you knew that Osama Bin Laden was one of the fans. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly just, you are like, well... I just yeah. say whatever you want me to say. <laughs> I think that the takeout from this is do not trust the general public to not mess things up. Yeah. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge here on Absolute Radio. Uh, the closest we've been for three months to each other, Steve. Yeah. Um, well, you're about sort of 12 miles away or something like that. Yeah, I'm in well. King's Cross. You're in Twickenham. Hmm, we are, miles, probably. We are le- maybe two short train journeys apart. Yeah, you're not getting on a train, though, are we? Well, no, or a 40-minute uh, taxi. Um, mm. No, it was funny because I said to my wife uh, yesterday, she said, oh, what time are you coming down to Kent? Because she's down there with her, her family. Because, uh, again, we've not seen them since January. They've not seen yeah. the kids since January. So I thought, well, mm. let's get down there. And, yeah. you know, they've been shielding very well, and so have we, so why not? So let's get down there and see them. So we, uh, we've driven down, drove down to... Um, I drove down to London Wednesday night in one go, Steve. I did the That's full good. Dominic Cummins. Yeah. <laughs> no stop. I did not. I didn't stop. That's what I'm calling it. Four hours, four and a bit hours. I didn't stop once. The full Cummings. You, were you meant to drive to London? You're just testing your eyes. You're seeing I was your just eyes testing works. my eyesight. Yeah, I just tested it. Um, so I got down, and uh, and then she's driven down there, and I've got to jump on a train. So I've got my mask ready to get on the train down to uh, to Kent. Um, but there was a moment where I was like, um, I said, oh well, I won't come down straight away after I finish the radio because I'll, I think I might go see Steve. It seems silly to be so close and not at least you know say hello and just have a, a socially distant have a bubble, uh, you know, a cup of tea, bubble or whatever, bubble tea. And um, and now, even though we are only a couple of miles apart, the the chances of me coming to you or you coming to me or even mm. us meeting in the middle are pretty slim, aren't they? I don't think I can get out of this shed. <laughs> if we're honest. <laughs> if we're honest with ourselves. But as, I mean, we have I've, I've spoken to you more than I've spoken to anybody else, so... Yeah, so we feel... Really, I've not missed yeah. you. <laughs> no, exactly. We've been busy, haven't we? We've been chatting away. Chatting away every day, absolutely no nonsense. Doing our little COVID, uh, covert COVID chats. Three C's. Yeah, 
my wife said to me last week, she went, you're on the phone to Steve again? So I went, yeah. She went, you spoke to him three times today. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no. Well, they're doing it. I don't have any, I don't have loads of friends, but what I've what I've got is a really good one. <laughs> yeah. Have so you seen anyone? You... Have you seen anyone outside of your um, yet? Have you met anyone yet? Have I met anyone? Oh, outside yeah. of what our family? Yeah, just you know, when you go anyone. to a park and say hello to somebody. I've, I've... Yeah, I've, I drove round to my, my friend Simon's house and. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So and I, you know, I sort of stood. It's like it's laborious, but you've got to do it. And you just stood by the car at the end of the drive and had a chat with him for for an hour, half an hour or so. And what mm. about you? Have you? I went to see my mate in. I cycled to Kew Green and I met my mate mm. on the green. He, he was a bit. He, he was. He wouldn't sit down. Really? <laughs> and the bench, was it was two benches. Quite. I thought, well, I'll sit on this bench. You sit on that bench. But that, we're like four meters apart. But he st- he right. was still like, no, nah, he's still too. Is he elderly though? Is he a bit old? No, he's, he's old, not. Harry, it's Harry Peacock. Oh, Harry, he's, I thought he's, it was Alan. Yeah, Harry's. No, no, I saw Alan as well. I met another right. mate. Yeah. Uh, and he's. Uh, we met him in a graveyard. So that was even weirder. Oh, well, it was ominous. sort of equidistant between that, both well, of our houses. Wow, it is. <laughs> graveyard in Teddington, and we just met and talked about For the Love of Ada being filmed there. And it was, yeah, we had a lovely time. <laughs> but it is yeah. odd because you don't know. It's like starting, it's like learning to converse again. I know. Like I listen know. to people. You know what I mean? You like, yeah. I'm, I'm used to just talking to myself. Talking to a screen and then sort of off on your phone or looking at mm. something else. I know, it's very weird. When I came, when I came down to do the weekly stand-up uh, from my agent's office the other day, I was in the office with people, and she's got a massive office, so there's literally, she's on one side, one end, someone's in the middle, I'm on the other side, we're miles away from each other. But, you know, obviously when you see someone that you've not seen for ages, you naturally want to give them a hug mm, yeah. or... And there's like, no, you're all a bit like weirdly like teenagers at a disco. You're over yeah. like, oh, no. You can do that thing footballers do and sort of like bump, bump wrists, whatever yeah. they do. <laughs> did you see the City Liverpool game? I did, yeah. 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 <laughs> but did you see the. Have you ever seen a more half assed uh, celebration for them winning the league than anybody no. in their life? It was supposed to be like a, you know, they're supposed to come on and give them a big cheer. Just like. Just like a well slow done. clap. Well done. <laughs> really not bothered at all. Yeah, well, you wouldn't, would you? No, true. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We were talking last week, Steve, about uh, mnemonics. Mnemonics, yeah. Yes, mnemonics. Mnemonics. Um, I was sort of saying that the... Um, that the the one I had when I was a kid was my very elderly mother just sits upon newspapers, which was for, for the planets. Is that the planets? Yeah, but of course, it no. doesn't work anymore, does it? No, because Pluto's gone. Pluto's not a planet anymore, is it? It's a, no, it's a, it's a dwarf dwarf planet or something, isn't it? Something I don't know. So we need to come up with a new one. Okay. We need to come up with a new mnemonic for the planets that uh, just goes up to Neptune and that's it. So we need to have a little okay. think about that. Um, but then I sort of, you know, you sort of get into a little, like, rabbit warren of internet clicks. Yeah. And I started to find some some of the ones that I remember from when I was a kid. Some of that I never even knew were one, which I, I really like. So if they do, if they do, um, if you do find one or you know one, and if you know one that doesn't include Pluto, I'd, I'd love to hear it. It's great for when you're teaching your kids stuff. Um, so uh, essentially, it's the letter. So a uh, mnemonic is, is essentially the the. the the letters at the beginning of every word uh, spell the word that you're trying to get. So the word because uh, big elephants can't always use some exits. Mm, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it is good. Sometimes though, how do you link that back to elephants? Though, to <laughs> that's remember. the thing. I yeah. think what 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 I think is sometimes the mnemonic is harder to remember than just being able to spell the word. 
Yeah, because because all, like, the one I remember <laughs> from school was the the musical notes, the sca- the you know on the yes. the bars, and it was every good boy deserves football. But he's just like, mm. well, there's no link between football and and uh, music. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't there? make any sense. Well, if it yeah. was every good boy deserves forte, you're like, oh, well, that makes sense because yeah. that's a musical term. But the one, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the one I use, uh, I actually genuinely use in my everyday life is uh, never eat shredded wheat. Oh, you can remember that, can't you? Yeah, I can remember that. Well, that's absolutely fine. But that is genuinely the one that I go. Sometimes they go, you know, they go, the sun's over there, and I go, yeah. Well, if the sun's there, then. Never eat shredded wheat. Well, that must be it's uh, over there, isn't south. it? <laughs> <laughs> I do that quite a lot. I do Never that quite a lot. Shredded wheat. Yeah, so you have to um, go clockwise on that, don't you? And don't work. Yes. Yeah, of course you do, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's some of them work better than others. Uh, necessary, that's quite a good one, because that's a word I always struggle trying to say. Well, what's a necessary to, uh, mnemonic? Never eat crisps, eat salad sandwiches, and remain young. Yeah. Okay. You know, I guess that's easier to remember sometimes than any yeah. N-E-C-E-S-S. crisps. Never, Never eat, eat crisps, crisps, eat salad sandwiches, and remain young. Yeah, I feel I'd like be I'm worried on that, countdown I'd, now. I'd, just I'd be worried. The break. I'd remember it as never eat crisps and salad sandwiches and remain young. I'd remember. <laughs> yeah, I'd remember like, it wrong. <laughs> what have you written? There's an E in there. <laughs> Uh, feel free to get in touch on the social media with uh, with the, the ones that are actually useful. That's what I want to um, I want to get out there. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. You know the quiz I've been doing, Steve? I do yes. a quiz on a Friday night. I've, actually, I didn't do it last week, and I'm not doing it this week. I'm having a, a couple of weeks because I've got other things on. But um, I've been doing the Games Arcade, which is sort of a... I worked it, it worked it all out, so it's all fun graphics and stuff. There's about ten of them on my YouTube channel. If, you, yeah. if you're bored of an evening and you fancy doing a quiz, it's, got, it's a lot of fun. It's only an hour, and it's a, a lot of fun. And, uh, it t- again, it takes a lot of work just prepping it and getting the pictures and stories and, uh, you know, questions and whatever. But... Out of nowhere, um, this company got in touch with me and said, would I do one for their company? Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, I was like, oh, thank God, work. I've spent all work. this money on all these lights. <laughs> I know, well, I've not told my wife how much the set <laughs> the setup will cost for the lights. Yeah, like, the... Well, like three quid, five quid, something like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sam is on it. Does it matter? No, I don't know. And, uh, and yeah, so I've got to do one for their, um, their company's like 300 people in this company and they're all going to be... Uh, joining in doing this on quiz. Zoom, like you're zooming it. No, I'm gonna do it on um, just broadcast it. I think so. I'll do it on like you know Vimeo or something, or or a private yeah. YouTube channel or something, and they all do it. Um, but what's happened is, uh, I said to them, "Oh, why don't you?" I th- this is me thinking I'm I'm a genius. I said, "I'll do a round that's bespoke to your company." All right. Now I know yeah. a couple of people who work for this company. That's how it came. It's one of the neighbours basically said, "Oh, would you do this quiz for our?" company and um, I said yeah I'll do it yeah and he said all right great I said send me some information about the company and I'll do a bespoke round uh, that's specifically about your company well like any company Steve Mm. some people uh, don't get on well (laughs) that's not where I was going to go no I thought you were going to go who had a raise last year (laughs) even though he had the lowest projected sales figures in the entire company you couldn't write this <laughs> Not that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say it was going to be more like what year was the company founded? <laughs> oh right, okay. 
<laughs> rather than which specific. staff member is a little bit gropey on a staff night out? Yeah. Is it A, Ray? Is it B, Phil? Ray. Is it C, Ray? It's Ray. <laughs> A really bespoke crown. It's yeah. not a bad idea. It's not. <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Thanks for joining us this morning on Absolute Radio. What have you got planned for the rest of your day, Steve? Uh, a bit of gardening, a yeah? bit of baking. Oh, really? Just nice. that. No, that. no, not nice. That's been no, on a loop. Just stuff yeah. that needs to be done, yeah. I, pl- I planted tomato seeds a long time ago, and now they're taking over the garden. That's how long oh. it's looked at. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm off down to uh, I'm off down to Kent. Nice. Yeah, going to go and see the in-laws, and uh, which I'm looking forward to uh, because also they just they're just dead helpful. <laughs> yeah. like, like I love them to bits, but they're also like the, the thing with Lucy's mum is you're never hungry at her house, right? Even if you just finish, she's like, "Do you want a quick? Do you want a snack?" Like she's not, bo- she's not bothered. Whether she's trying a to feed kill me her. off early, I don't know. But maybe she's um, feeding. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's great. It's great. The kids love them, and oh, it's going to be great. So looking forward to that. Uh, and then and then drive back up. Then I'm going to drive back up, do the full Cummings back to Manchester in one go. Full Cummings, yeah. Um, on uh, on uh, on Saturday, and then uh, next week. Oh, yeah. Well, you can see me a couple of times next week. I am going to be doing Brent Cross. I'm uh, doing a drive-in gig at Brent Cross, which uh, which actually starts this weekend. There's loads of gigs going on, loads of loads of comics and entertainment going on. You drive in, you get yourself a pitch. You can get out your car or park backwards and sit in your boot. And uh, and it's the, you know they've got the technology, the sound, and the stage and the screens and everything. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. So really looking forward to that. I'm doing next Friday and Saturday so come along to that if you fancy and of course if you don't fancy leaving the house or you can't leave the house for whatever reason uh, then come and watch our comedy night on Thursday night the weekly stand up and uh, this week we've got Sarah Pascoe um, I'll be on doing my usual palaver and uh, it's a good laugh it's only a fiver so get on to theweeklystandup.co.uk for more ticket details have a lovely Sunday see you next week Music matters.